Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Visits for just $99. Call now, 415-761-4037. That's 415-761-4037. 415-761-4037. Or go to primemailmedical.com. You're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ-FM in HD1 San Francisco. Always live on the free Odyssey app, Twitch, and YouTube. Powered by First NorCal Credit Union. It was great. We missed him dearly and will never be the same until he's in the lineup, but we uh, are eager for his return on the court and... He is obviously the backbone of this team and heart and soul. So I'm looking forward to just playing, be out there with Draymond again. And uh, yeah, he'll be a difference maker. Now, back to Willard and Dibbs on 95.7 The Game. Sound like somebody who's about to be traded to you? Backbone of this team. Difference maker. Can't wait till he gets back out there. We're going to be a different team when he's back with us. Okay. All right. Well, so far you've been the same team with him as you've been without him. So I'd, li- I, I'd I like s- to see... I sort of half reject that notion. Well, I'm, I'm just looking at the record. I know. So you can reject it all you want, but they... Too small of a sample. They played different teams. They were on the road heavy. It's a big enough sample for uh, me. It's the whole season. We're halfway through the year now. Yeah, he hasn't played in very much of it. they've been mediocre with, and they've been mediocre without. Uh, Seven and eight with... And ten and eleven without. I understand. I mean, that. that's to me that they have not been. It's not like they were ten and three with him, and then they hit the skids without. No, it's him. like I said, bad no, either they, way. We all know their schedule was hard to start the year versus where it was since. And and when Draymond was playing, that was largely the harder portion of the schedule. Um, lots going on at the beginning of the year in terms of the way certain players were playing. You think back to the way Clay was playing at the beginning of the year versus the way he is now. Um, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm, I'm just saying that I don't fully buy it yet. Um, I think that they're going to be a better team when he comes back. Well, Partic- they should be better. Particularly with GP2 out, even if it's just on the defensive end. But I think we've also got plenty of data through the years that Steph Curry's a better offensive player when Draymond's on the floor. Right. CP3 also out. So, you know, you're dealing with a, yep. a team that's not going to have two of your veteran pieces for. A long time. Hopefully GP2 can come back in a month and CP3 out for probably a month, if not more, if he ever plays as a Warrior again. Yeah, he might not. He might not. And He's, uh, I, I guarantee, I mean, the for the Warriors, particularly with this injury, I got to think that they get on the phone and, and use CP3's contract as a money matcher in any way, shape, or form that they can. The guy's out. He's expiring. It's thirty million. It makes all the sense in the world 
to include Chris Paul in a deal along with young assets if uh, if you're looking to make a deal. That's right. that's that's the deal. That's the deal you want to make. Well, you got to make some deal in my opinion. If uh if not, then you're resigning yourself to this kind of a year. So you make a deal and if you don't believe in Kaminga, then he's a part of it. If you believe in Kaminga, and it feels like it's a bit of a split organizationally as far as how they feel about Kaminga. And then Moses Moody's another one where you don't really know how the coaching staff and the front office feels about him based on just how he is utilized. Yeah. I mean, the, the deal that if I'm the Warriors, that's a steal. And I don't know who else the Raptors would be willing to give up because this would knock the money uh, too high in the Warriors' direction. But if Pascal Siakam is someone you want, uh, boy, in, in a heartbeat, if I'm the Warriors, I do Chris Paul, Andrew Wiggins, and Moses Moody for Siakam and another player to make the money match. To me, that's the great A deal that you can make. I don't know if Toronto's interested in that. Yeah. I don't know if Toronto, and that's that's the issue. The Warriors, I'm sure, would love to trade Andrew Wiggins. The league would love them to trade Jonathan Kaminga. Right. So you get Wiggins back to Canada. And you get Moses Moody as a throw-in. If you're Toronto, you want Kaminga. I don't know if there's any deal that the Warriors offer that doesn't have Kaminga. It's probably a no for me if I'm Toronto. Because probably Moses Moody's a good player. I don't think Moses Moody will ever be a star in this league. And if he is a starter, you're probably not a championship team. You might be a playoff team. Moses Moody feels to me like he is... If he's your 7th or 8th man then you're a good team. If he is a starter on your team, then you're not a very good team. Well, I don't know Kaminga's what, a different I, story. Yeah, I don't know what Moses would do with 25 minutes a night. I bet he could put up numbers. This is somebody who could average double digits in the NBA. I have no sure, issue with that. Sure, he's a good player. I, like, put, put it this way. Here, here's one thing I'm saying. We've been hearing Pascal Siakam rumors, it feels like, since I came to 95-7 the game. Right? Good God. It's a couple been of years. Two right? and a half years <laughs> Has it of been that Pascal's going to be traded any minute now. Well, Toronto has waited until his value is at its lowest. Not because he's not playing well. He's playing just fine. But whoever gets Pascal Siakam now gets him for two months. Two months. And then he can leave. Right. And when you watch this in baseball now, and every year it floors people when guys are free agents and expiring deals, how cheap... It is to get them. People do not want to give up massive assets for two months of a player. So if the Kings have already backed out, which is reported, and Toronto is hell-bent on getting rid of Siakam, okay, well, you're going to get two months of him. The guy makes almost $40 bucks, so you got to give up a lot in order to get him. But what can Toronto really demand at this point? So that's nice that you want Kaminga, but the Warriors are going to be like, uh, for two months? For two months of Siakam, you want Kaminga and Moody? I, I, I don't know. You, like, you probably want Kaminga. You don't want Moody. I mean, Moody I'm sure they is... they would love Moody. Why not? He's a good, solid player. Making he's nothing. He's fine. I mean, Moody's fine. If, yeah. you're, if you're a team looking to acquire something from the Warriors, well, and you're going to take on Chris Paul's contract, fine, it makes it work. You're looking for Jonathan Kaminga. And if Kaminga's not in the deal... 
then you're probably less interested in doing the deal. You're but, not doing it for Paul Moody in a pick. But who's offering you anything for two months well, of early. Siakam? We'll see. It's we got a long. It's super early. <laughs> and they already pulled the trigger on it. We've got uh, 31 days till the deadline, so four and a half weeks. That's a lot of time. Not when you've been shopping him for two and a half years. It's deadline not. spur deals. Yeah, so. absolutely. But I just again. Now you've waited until the acquiring team is not going to get a whole lot out of Siakam. If you had done it 12 months ago, you're going to get a bigger package. Right, but if you're a team that's looking to jumpstart your hopes and take the Warriors out of it for a moment, but if you're a team that maybe is one player away from a championship, you'd be willing to part with more maybe. than... You know, the Warriors right now, if they were to make that trade, whether it's Moody, Kaminga, Paul, Wiggins, whatever assets go out... It's probably because you're hoping for the next two months that he can do something for this team this year. You're not thinking about re-signing him for next year. Um, let's go to Jonathan in Arizona. Hey, Jonathan, what's going on? Hey, how you doing? First-time caller in. Oh, thanks. Uh, as, as a recent uh, listener on YouTube and everything, I think if we're going to trade anybody, um, I would say my, my target would be, and I don't know how realistic it would be, but... Instead of like thinking about Toronto, what about Michael Bridges out there on the Nets? You know, like two way player, could fit right within the system, cerebral player, has a nice three point shot. Defense would be able to help out Draymond because I think one of the biggest things, and yes, it would consist of trading Kaminga and Wiggins. Um, it's not that I don't have faith in Wiggins or faith in Kaminga, it's just the fact that like that's our best asset to trade. And like, that's just the reality of it. If Kerr is not going to play him and, you know, it's he's going to be inconsistent because he doesn't know what to do, well, I mean, why not look at, you know, Michael Bridges? Michael Bridges is also potentially a Clay Thompson replacement. I love Clay. I love everybody. I love everybody. I love what they brought to the Dubs, but, like, I mean, you got guys out there who can play within that Steve Kerr system. Yeah, so again, for me, Jonathan, the flaw in the logic is, once again, when you say he could be a Klay Thompson replacement, I don't think the Warriors are trying to replace Klay Thompson. I think the Warriors are more where I am. And, And to a degree, I'm following their lead. I don't think they have any interest in any of the big three playing anywhere else anytime soon. Bridges is a nice player. Not playing real well this year. Um, Averaging I, 21 a game. I do love I only said, you know, I, I do love the idea of of more defense. I do love the idea of more defense. The, the Warriors obviously need that. And with Draymond unavailable and GP2 hurt, you can see it. 133 points for Toronto is absurd. Yeah. That's absurd. And it would give you the uh, sort of uh, wing athleticism that you're looking for. And, you know, the caller mentioning Steve Kerr unwilling to play Jonathan Kaminga, and that's an interesting part of it. So it's been inconsistent minutes for Jonathan Kaminga for whatever reason. He's been in, he's been out, he's been in crunch time, he hasn't been. Wiggins has been mostly bad this year, so you got to do something at the wing if you really want to maximize the Steph Curry window this year. Uh, We're sponsored by Safeway, and uh, we've referred to it a bunch. If you've been listening to 95.7 The Game all day, you've heard some of it. Uh, But you definitely, I would argue, probably have not heard all of it. Um, I don't even know if we've heard all of it. Beautiful podcast, or an important one, from Draymond Green for sure, where he covers all the topics. Whether you want to buy it or not, 
is up to you, but we'll take you on a journey through a lot of what he said and take your phone calls. Coming up next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And dips on 95.7 The Game. Fastest Zeely in one hour. We should let people know what we talk about during 80% of the breaks. We're talking about you mm-hmm. and your degenerate fantasy flag football league. <laughs> you have your own kid on your fantasy flag football no, team? No, I just said if you wow. had my son on your fantasy team this weekend, you won. Jeez. He had a good flag football opener. Um, three tutties in the first half and a two-point conversion. Jeez, yeah. go easy on yeah. him there, yeah. dude. He's, 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 an a, octopus? he's a pro bowler. Seriously. He's, he's a pro bowler. And his quarterback, um, who we had over this morning just to hang out a little bit. Uh, yeah. They were running routes, weren't they? Absolutely. <laughs> and then and then I and then they ran routes uh, and I threw it to him. But anyway, point being is we spend 80% of our time talking about youth sports. You ref at CYO. Yeah. yeah. We've already circled the calendar. I've put it out to the audience, January 27th. Yeah. What's the school? St. Vincent's. Is it St. Vincent's? It's uh, it's great because... Uh, the legendary St. Vincent's. Well, and just yeah. so you know, if you want to come out to that game, uh, bring a jacket, bring gloves, bring a scarf, bring a parka. This weekend and every weekend, the heat is off. Oh, Sorry, man. Glenn Fry. Yeah. The heat is I off. I like that, though. No, I, I love it. Because, I hate hot gyms. Well, and what I've learned, this is now my 35th year as a youth <laughs> official for basketball, and cold parents complain less than warm parents. Oh, that's good. It's a fact. So not only is the heat off, and this weekend was cold all around the Bay Area, the gym, when we tipped at 9 a.m., was <laughs> probably 44 degrees. <laughs> And so, your boy... You're lucky. Our gym wasn't even open. Your boy, Dibber Claus, first thing I do, open the front door and open the back door. Make sure it gets nice and breezy in there. Shivering parents, don't say a word to your boy, the Dibber. Yeah, because they leave. Well, because they're too cold to complain. Yeah, I love it. But anyway, St. Vincent's. January 27th. Be there. And I'll tell you even exactly what time it's going to be at. I think it's a noon game. No, it's a one o'clocker. One o'clock. St. Vincent's, January 27th, 1 o'clock. Dibs, refs, Willard. Yeah. Willard and Dibs. 
Actually, that's going to be Dibs and Willard. It's actually Willard versus Dibs because uh, I had a couple kids Iguodala uh, me this weekend. It didn't go well for him. He won't them. Iguodala you, but he will let you know. He'll just let you know, like our ball. <laughs> oh, no, I got a lot of that. And the other one I get, I had a lot we'll of fi- you know. fifth graders this weekend. The other one is the, and for the YouTube <laughs> no, audience. He won't, I don't th- he won't do that. He won't tell you I was fouled. But he keeps track of the game. So he'll let you know, like our ball. Which, by the way, the ref we had this weekend could have used that. Ah, look at you. <laughs> look at you. <laughs> he is giving the ball to everybody in the wrong let spot. Let the young man know he may want to take that Saturday off well, because I don't do, no, he, I don't do he, feedback. He knows. I don't do feedback. He's ready for you the same way you're ready for him. He's ready. I don't don't think. Oh yeah, he is. I don't think he knows how ready I am. Oh, he's ready. He's ready. He gonna he gonna want to show you. Shimmy shake. I can't wait. As long as he doesn't carry it. Force him to his right. And if I had a dollar for every one of these fifth graders who was trying the uh, Steph Curry the ha ha, it's like you go behind. That came up this weekend. You go behind the back. You're going nowhere, number no, no, no. twelve, he won't and do you that. go between the legs for who? For no. what? You're not going anywhere, twenty-two. Turn down for what? Yeah, no, he won't Thank do that. You. He will not do that. Uh, all right, we're gonna go to the calls in a second, but you should listen to some of this. So, uh, Draymond Green podcast, and um, a lot was covered, and uh, we'll we'll pop through on some of what we feel are the most important ones, and this one was real interesting. Uh, take a listen to Draymond talking about failing the organization. Joe Lacob made a commitment to me this past summer for the next four years. And the conversations that we've had and leading up to that, I failed miserably. And I apologize for that. The Golden State Warriors organization I always say, like, that's my baby. Steph, Clay, Steve, Bob. We've been there from the beginning of what you know the Warriors as today. And, um... I failed them miserably. This grabbed you. It grabbed me, Mark. I mean, listen to the way he's talking. This is not the Draymond Green that we've ever heard. He talked about, I I wronged them, and I'm sorry, and just the way he speaks. And there was none of the, the usual, the Draymond Green comments about a sorry but or this is the way I am, and this is what fuels me, and I'm not going to change the defiance. I'm hearing a tone from Draymond Green that is it's truly reflective, and I do think that it's apologetic to the right people. He doesn't have to apologize to me, you, the fans, anybody, but I do think that he feels like he needs to apologize to the organization, his teammates, his coaches, the front office. I think that he's gotten to a point where he realizes that Things have to change, and he's setting about to change. Um, it's interesting. I can feel, and I feel like this is part of our job. I can feel how some of the audience feels. I can just feel you. No, for sure. I'm, and, I'm and normally like know, at the front of that I know. line. And some of you are like, this is such BS, and you don't want to hear a damn word this man has to say. And I'll be honest with you, I think that's super sad. I'm not even telling you you're wrong. You can listen to whoever you want. You can think he is full of bleep. But I think it's really sad. And this is what Steve Kerr was probably talking about when he spoke to Draymond, about finishing his career the right way. Like, to be at the end of this dynasty, if this is the end, if it's already been the end, if the end is near, whatever you want to think or call it, 
to be here and literally look at one of the key players and think, I don't even want to listen to you anymore, let alone watch you. I don't even want to hear what you have to say. There is too much of that for my taste. I am not sitting here banging my hand on a table telling you that the dynasty is still alive and that Steph, Clay, and Dre never have to touch their wallets in this town and they can do no wrong. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is to be in this moment in 2023 when this percentage of you literally dislikes Draymond Green, wants Steve Kerr gone, indifferent about Clay Thompson, and tolerant of the end of Steph's career. The fact that that's the vibe for some of you, I think it's a damn tragedy. Well, you can all fan the way you want to fan, sure. and you're able to feel how you want to feel. Yeah. And I'll just take the the first piece of that, which is Draymond Green, and I've been on the record for really the entirety of his career, saying that his theatrics, his histrionics, his behavior in many ways, his defiance, it turns my stomach and it makes me not want to be a fan of him and it makes it harder for me to be a fan of the team. So I went into today listening to the podcast and I'm only halfway through and I'm not imagining that the second half turns where he does a heel turn in his own pod. I would imagine the second half is much like the first, but Lucas shared it, our producer, shared the podcast link with me and I don't listen to his podcast because I don't generally like his tone or his commentary and all the things he says, it just reaffirms what I feel about Draymond in general. But this one hit differently to me. And I I had my mind open, and I try to have an open mind with all this. I'm not going to just automatically discount a guy. If he's really going to be you know, turning over a new leaf and be contrite and apologetic and all the rest of it, I'm open to it because that's how I want to live my life. If you can't have forgiveness exist in your mind and in your heart, and I don't know Draymond, and Draymond doesn't know me, and he doesn't give a crap about me, I'm sure, and I don't really care about him as a person. I don't know the man. I want him to be a good warrior, and I want him to to play well, and I want the team to win, and that's about the extent of it. And so for him to maybe go about enacting change in his own life, I think that will help him be a better player. It'll help them be a better team. So to that extent, I'm here for it. And I'm open to the idea that maybe he has it in him to change. And so hearing the words, normally I'm with Team BS. Like, listen to this guy. But this one hit a little different, Mark. Well, um, And I'm, I'm stunned to hear myself say it because I, yeah. you know me. I'm stunned to hear you, know you say me, it. You know me, Mark. Yep. I'm, I'm down for cynicism. I love sarcasm. <laughs> and I'm not one to always be to be here for the let's give him another chance modality. Mm. But... This one today hit differently for me. Um, Maybe I'm getting soft in my old age, Mark. Yeah, look at you in 2024. I'm blaming you. Um, you're softening me up a little bit. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Took a while. Years. Um, Thanks. There's more for you to hear from Draymond Green. He addressed Kevin Durant, who said that this was not the Draymond that he knows, and Draymond needs help. We'll let you hear that here in just a sec, but we do want to mix in some calls. Uh, hey, Kirk in Los Altos. What's up, Kirk? You all want Willard and Dibs? <laughs> Kirk, are you there? Yeah. 
Oh. Yeah, Kirk. You know what I hear? I hear Willard and Dibs. Yeah, sounded good. Yeah. So I know Kirk's listening to us. Appreciate it. Almost too intently. Yeah. Um, okay. How do I put him back on hold? Let's put Kirk back on hold so we can go to Suzette. There you go. Thank you. Nope. Still on. Come on, Lucas. There you go. Atta babe. Suzette in Pittsburgh. Hi, Suzette. What are you doing? Hi. I'm going to try to be quick because a lot of stuff you guys touched on. I'm a CYO director in Pittsburgh, so I felt all that you guys were talking about. Um, then I, I just want to say about the Draymond thing really quick since you guys opened that can. I have a son with mental health issues, and I, he's 22, and I'm hoping that he turns a corner. I'm never going to think that he can't change as long as he's trying. So if Draymond's trying, I'll try with Draymond. If Draymond's not trying and taking responsibility, I can't go with him. But the trade stuff, this is what I don't get about Warrior fans. We're so unrealistic. Why are you trading young pieces away to get something back that's not going to put you over the hop to get the chip? Because that's the only reason you do it at this point, to dump salaries or to get the chip around your three stars that are still there. You're not getting a Durant. You're not getting a Tatum. You're not getting a, a Joel Embiid. I think it's so unrealistic. So you train all these young players, and then when your stars move out, you're rebuilding from the ground up. It makes no sense to me. Suzette, can I answer that? Yeah. So, first of all, you squeezed into that entire point dumping salaries. And I hate to say it because fans hate this stuff, but that's absolutely a part of this. It's absolutely a part of this. The Warriors have spent untold dollars to win. And if they're not going to win, then I believe they've got every right to start to attempt to reset their books. And it's exactly what they were doing when they traded Jordan Poole. Like, in my opinion, that was the bigger part. They did a wonderful job of going, Chris Paul, maturity, connectivity. No, expiring. That's the word, expiring. So... That is part of it. But the other part of it, Suzette, because I buy your point in a grander sense, if I felt like any of the young players were truly future dynamos, do you believe that? No, I don't believe that. Well, then you don't then you don't have to worry about it. You don't like then they're quite frankly, they're I don't want to call them worthless. That sounds awful. But do you get what I'm saying? Like it's not that big a deal then to trade a young player three years before he becomes a key piece if you don't ever think he's really going to become a key piece. But what are you getting back? What, what is the purpose? Like you said, unless a salary dump. Okay, fine, a Wiggins or something. But what are you, what are you getting back so you can make the playoffs? I mean, because if that's your goal, then go ahead. But you're, you're not getting a chip with anything you'd get back. Even with those three staples there. I agree. You're getting flexibility. Yeah, and you're probably not getting a chip either, either e- way. Either so, way, exactly. And I Suzette, guess, thank you. Thanks, Suzette. The thinking is if you get in the playoffs, you've got a chance to go on a run with a championship pedigree. So if you do get a piece in, if it's Siakam for whoever, fill in the blank, a couple of youngsters and a veteran contract going out, you feel like... You make it into the eight or the seven seed, and you've got a better team that's more ready to win now, as opposed to what you currently have. By the way, let me let me let me say this. This is according to the people that we're talking to, and, and Suzette. This is key for you to know. The Warriors do not want to trade Jonathan Kaminga. They don't want to. They may feel like they have to, 
And and you when you say, but why? Why would they have to? Well, here's here's the conundrum. The conundrum is is you do have this big three sitting here where at times and in ways some of them are still playing well. Steph is still Steph. Clay Thompson's been playing well lately, and Draymond plays well when he plays. He just doesn't play very much. But what's about to happen with him? Dibs believes he's a changed man. If Dibs believes that, then everybody should believe that. Because you're the last person on earth I would have thought that believes that. Yeah, I'm, so, st- I'm stunned to hear myself say it. But let's see it. Like, let, let, let's see it. You can hear in all of their voices, I don't think they're trading any of these big three. So why would you turn Kaminga into Siakam? Well, A, maybe you do think that you can, as you put it, go on a playoff run. Title run, maybe not. Playoff run, yes. Is there value there? Yes. And the other cool thing is, is if it doesn't work, poof, it resets the books right, to right. a certain degree. So if there's no Paul and there's no Siakam and there's no Clay contractually at the end of the year, you're starting the rebooting process. And so all of that is uncomfortable. Nobody cares about that. All you want to do is see wins. But it does feel a little bit, I don't want to say damned if you do, damned if you don't, but I'm with you. They're not winning a, a championship this year, no matter whether they trade Kaminga or not. And you don't get to contend every year. No. Like that's Suzette, where I think you had your best point, where you said Warrior fans are so unrealistic. We're going to have to take a few years where the bar lowers. Well, the bar can lower, but the lowering of the bar can be last year, for example. That was a lowering of the bar where you needed a seminal performance from the chef in order to squeak by Sacramento, and then you lost to the Lakers in six. That was a lowering of the bar. You only won one series, and for the first time ever, you lost a Western Conference uh, postseason series. That had never happened before with this core. So that is a lowering of the bar. To me, I'm not ready for the bar to be lowered to the point where you're the 11 seed and you can't even make it in the play-in game, and then you go in the lottery where you pretty much lose your first-round pick unless you land in the top four, which is very unlikely. So this season turns out to be a big nothing burger other than a wasted year for the core three. Um, 888-957-9570. Here's what Draymond said about about Kevin Durant. Durant said he needs help. Draymond needs help. Here's Draymond's response. He's acknowledging essentially what I want the world to know about me. And then he spoke about help. And I'm like, how are he going to say I need help? And when I went back through it with another lens, I was like, maybe you shouldn't hear help so negatively. Maybe you're listening to the word help with the same mindset that the word help meant when you were 15 years old. So maybe you shouldn't hear that negatively, so negatively. And maybe he's not saying that as negatively as you're taking it. And even if he was, I made a decision in that moment that I wasn't going to take it that way. For me, it was a very proud moment for me because I said, you're ready for growth. I mean, who is this guy? And what have you done with Draymond Green? And just hearing that, you know, where he talks about what he would normally do, he would take it negatively. And by taking it negatively, it would be, F you, I need help. You need help. I'll show you help. H-E-L-P. I got your H-E-L-P right here. And instead, it's he takes a step back and realizes what help means. Because when he was 15 in Saginaw, 
there was no help. And now he's got these resources. And you know what? Maybe he does need help. And he's open to getting the help. And he realizes that by getting this help, he can have this career continue three years and $100 million or $88.5 million left. And then you can go on and rehabilitate your image. And your podcast got extended. And your TNT deal is still there on the table. If this thing continues to go south and you get banned for life, maybe the TNT thing goes away, and maybe you lose out on $88.5 million. There is motivation for him yeah. to get that help. Um, I tell you what, it's all a perspective. Everything is a choice. And so that's what, like, listening to you talk about that, listening to him talk about this, that's kind of what stands out, right? He's like, no, I'm going to make a choice here. I'm going to choose how to take that. I'm going to choose how to process it. And we all get to do that. I try to do that with the opinions that we share when we look at this. You heard me do it with Steve Kerr last week, and a lot of listeners thought I was being way too, oh, God, we let him off the hook. You didn't hold his feet to the fire. Oh, okay. So when I look at Steve Kerr and I go, yeah, there's some lineup decisions that he's made incorrectly. No doubt. No doubt. So put your pitchforks down. He has made some incorrect decisions. But he's a four-time champion, and I am going to choose to also try to look at this through his lens. Just try and acknowledge what he's balancing this year. Clay Thompson's poor start. Andrew Wiggins, still a complete mystery. Kaminga and Moody over there chirping. Injuries to key players, and then the so-called heartbeat of his team suspended again. And we act like, oh, just make the right choice every time, Steve, you idiot. Why aren't you putting the right people in the game? Why aren't you knowing who's about to make a shot and who's about to miss? Why don't you acknowledge it? And then, by the way, what did Steve do over the weekend? What did he do? Does anybody want to raise their hand and acknowledge what Steve did? He listened to Kaminga, and he put him in there for 36 minutes. Pay the over. And he scored 11 points against the Pistons. And then, what do we do on Sunday? All right, Kaminga and Wiggins. Y'all want to start? Here you go. How we doing? They were a minus 12 in the opening six minutes, Mark. So, like, stand up and acknowledge that it's not that easy. Well, he's searching, and he said it on our show each and every week. He's searching because his players are disappointing. Well, the whole team is disappointing. Yeah. It's not always on Steve for not putting the right people in the game. Sometimes they're not the right people because they're not playing the way they should play. He should have pulled Steph uh, last night. (laughs) 2 of 14, 0 of 9 from 3. You know, let that guy keep shooting? Yeah. Come on, Steve. I hope he's on the bench Wednesday. Should have been a quick hook for Curry. Well. Dude, another game when he didn't hit a 3? Game is starting at 5.30. Maybe they could just start Steph at 7. Right. Second half only, Steph. That latest Steph Curry streak of made threes, not quite as long as the previous one, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> one lasted about four games. Four games. That's true. Two of the two of the games in the last like a hundred years where he hasn't hit a totally. three are both in the last week and a half. <laughs> By the way, yes, you heard me correct. The game Wednesday, just as a reminder, especially to those of you who have tickets, five thirty start. Five thirty start for the game on Wednesday. 
due to national TV. That's it. So uh, that game against the Pelicans is at 5.30 on Wednesday if you've got tickets. What's cool is they, the Pelicans think it starts at 7. That would be amazing. So I think the Warriors, Warriors can get off to a good start. Can the Warriors get to 80 <laughs> points without the Pelicans on the floor? Uh, that'll be the next question. Um, okay, a couple more things. we got a lot of you that want to weigh in. We're coming to you. Jaime, Javier, Kirk, Keenan, everybody. We're coming to you. Plus, you're going to want to hear this answer from Draymond Green. He tells a story of being down in his man cave and essentially not really wanting to come out. And who went to get him? His daughter. And uh, this is the kind of stuff that turned Dan Dibley into a complete mushy softy. I have a daughter. Earlier this afternoon, Dibs and Dre, the new podcast. (laughs) It's all about being a girl dad. Uh, But anyway, we'll have that for you next. We're presented by Fremont Bank, full-service banking, no compromises. And don't forget, we're streaming live on Twitch and YouTube. Great way to watch the show, not just listen to it. Twitch.tv slash 957thegame. YouTube.com slash 957thegame. You can like and subscribe and then catch everything that we do all day long. And it's all powered by First NorCal Credit Union. This is Weathered and Dibs. The Road to Vegas is brought to you by Zenny, the official eyewear of the San Francisco 49ers. Shop from over 3,000 styles at 80% off retail prices exclusively at Zenny.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Bay Area, it's Draymond Green, and you're listening to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. Okay, what a perfect lead-in. Draymond Green, who loves to fight, uh, leads us in. Uh, We're in the middle of a fight here uh, during our break. Now, I've got nothing to do with this, but it's between Dibs and Grandy. And Lucas, and I'm sick of both of them. And it's apparently, it's Monday. How could you be sick of them already? Because every time that I make a prediction, they assume that I'm going to be wrong. Well, you are most of the time. Incorrect. Well, when it comes to betting, you're having a rough Uh, year. First of all, I'm undefeated in 2024. (laughs) Undefeated. I'm sorry, what did you pick? 
What did you pick on this? How many bets are you talking yeah, about? How many here? bets have you have you made? I'm undefeated. Okay, I'm yet to face oh. a defeat. Are you also fully defeated? Yeah, you've, you're oh no. What'd you pick? If I haven't lost a bet, I am undefeated. Correct. Did you I, get any? Did you get any right? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not here. Yeah. I'm gonna go, Steve Kerr. Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna leave that between me and, and Draymond. Did, did we lose I'm you? Leave, I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna keep that personal. There's some things that are just personal, no, and I'm not well, gonna talk about those things. Hold on. But, I'll just but, simply say this: I'm yet to lose a bet in 2024. Fine. So, but, but to have your back here tonight. The final time that a team will take the field under the Pac-12 umbrella, yeah. Grandy. What the hell is your problem? Just you're because... not really asking me that question. No, are I you? understand that you're an Oregon fan, but come on, bigger picture back here. Come on, bigger picture here. Thank you. What's the bigger yeah. picture? The conference doesn't exist. You are going to root for former Stanford. What's your deal, guy, Jim Harbaugh? Absolutely, in over, a heartbeat. Over the Huskies, Washington little ruined, Huskies. Washington ruined my season. Who did the Huskies? Twice. Yeah, what the Huskies? You went to Cal Poly. You don't get it, Mark. Oh. You're damn right. You're damn right. Yeah, my conference is still together. So listen, what, what conference? Uh, yeah, I don't even know. I think it's the Big West. <laughs> it's the anyway, or yeah, exactly in football, the they're actually independent in football. <laughs> the yeah. Yeah, well, although we're in a division that actually has had a playoff for 16 teams for a number of years. We figured it out a long time ago. But anyway. No one cares. Just No, and no one cares about your Big Ten team either, buddy. Okay? I can't wait to see. Caleb Williams. USC versus Illinois is going to be a big one. Caleb Williams doesn't even care enough to play in his games anymore. He cried, man. Why Why just because Washington beat you you do you hate them? Just because they beat Washington you. is Oregon's biggest rival. I can't so, possibly root for my team's biggest uh, rival. Oregon State is not their... We, we don't care about Oregon State. Uh, well, like, the game has a name. They're not supposed to use it anymore. Not anymore. But, yeah, no. I know. What do we call it now? Civil War... Or, Oregon fans That's don't it. care about Oregon State. Oregon State fans care about Oregon. Oh, South it's one Wars. of those things. Mm-hmm. Oh. They did that, uh, one of these overlay things, like, I think Jimmy Shapiro sent it out of, like, every state and who they want to win the college football playoff when there were four teams still in it. Yeah. And the entire West Coast was Washington, except for the state of Oregon, they were going for Texas. I get that. I get that. actually the entire Texas. West, the West yeah, exactly. Coast, the West Coast uh, does not care. Well, tonight we care, <laughs> and that's no, the beauty of this. No, I'm glad. That, I'm glad they're in it. But I've I've been down this road of rooting for the Pac-12 teams too many sure. times, so I bet the under. That's, I get that, it. That's my pick tonight. I'm not rooting for Washington. I'm just simply. I am telling you that. You take Washington in the six. Wait, Thanks, Dibs. I appreciate that. You're not betting it, though, right? Lock Thanks. it up. I'm not betting anymore, yes. Lucas. Okay. We're good. We're I good. no longer Wait bet. Wonderful. Is it, is I just it, give it up picks. to six? Up to six. Yeah. Yeah. It is? And actually, if you got any cojones, you bet it on the money line. Because Washington is going to win this game. Harbaugh's a choke oh. artist. Well, that's what I'm doing, Dibs. I'm doing the emotional hedge. Washington money line. So no, no matter the result, I'm I've happy. got no emotions in, involved in this. I got it at five. It's at five and a half right now, as far as uh, where I'm looking. Okay, it's at five and a half. What's the money line uh, price? It's got to be plus two twenty five. One eighty five. I would. That's where you. That's where you're going to make your money. Washington wins the game outright, twenty seven twenty four. You can go ahead and lock it up. The under hits too, according to Dib. Put right. it in the books. So you're cooked. Oh, shoot! Yeah. Damn it! Come Again, on, your boy. Thirty four, thirty one. Say it. I am Say sick and tired of this uh, this false notion. Win a bet. Come Say on. It.
One time tonight. First of all, I hit a I big hit a, talker Benny Crocker in I, the back. I hit a four pick NFL parlay over the weekend. <laughs> show How about some proof. you? Show some proof. I'll show you the proof. Show me the proof. Come over here and look at my five dollars to win thirty seven and a quarter. <laughs> big money over here. No. It's four pick. It's five dollars to win fifty five. I apologize. <laughs> New Year's resolution. Cash me out one. No time. more. No more betting. Also, no unit shaming. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Mr. O&O, don't you come over I there and get upset at what I'm... defeated in 2024. I did a fun parlay that I'm going to start doing every NFL week because I figure, why not? You could have this fun for $20 for the whole year. Or if you want to make it 2 bucks a game, you could do it for 35 bucks for the whole year. I sound like Sally Struthers right now. For just 41 cents. <laughs> for 35 bucks a year, you two can feed. No. Um, just uh, parlay the whole week. All the games. I went 10 and 4 yesterday. But two, so you need to hit all 14? Yeah, so I, I lost. But I lost $2. Do you know what that pays? Do you know the parlay just numbers? Just money line? No, no, no. Yeah, just on the spread. Oh, on the spread. Wow. 14 pick parlay, $2. Do you know it's what it would be probably 125 to 1. Which would... Uh, 250? 2 to win 250? 2 to win 250? $250? I'm guessing. No, it was like $13,000. If you hit all 14. 14. Wow. Yeah. Which I'll never do, but I'm going to die trying. And you went 10 and 4. I went 10 and 4. Ten and four. Yeah. You want to know who one of the four was? Probably the Niners. 49ers. Yeah. Stupid. Anyway. We're going to have a Jake Moody conversation later this week, I hope. Because, What's uh, the conversation? He conversation won, he is... He wanted the uh, week off, too. What's wrong with that? Right. Brock Purdy got to sit. Jake Moody's like, why not me? Is Robbie Gold still available? I'm not important. Can he unretire? <laughs> Jake Moody was just too worried about this game tonight. He, his gotcha. mind was elsewhere. That's, that's, right. that's yep. right. That's right. That's right. not what in. you said. Yeah. Grandy's take. Jake Moody He'll knows. be celebrating hard tonight, though. Yeah. I'll tell you what. We're gonna not be- according to Dibs. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Um, all right. Draymond Green says that he's been listening to Dan Dibley for four weeks. So oftentimes you, in what we do, you, you try your hardest to block out the noise, try your best to not log on to this thing or not go on to that thing, not go watch this TV station. Because at times it can be very, very, very overbearing on top of what's already a very stressful life and a very stressful job. This time I did the opposite. I dove all the way into all of it. So everything that everyone has said, I mean, it's impossible to hear everything because there's so much. But I've heard a great deal of what everyone has said. And normally I'd want to say, F you, or watch me show you, or I'm going to take that, I'm going to bottle all of it up, and I'm going to use it to make sure I can throw it back in your face. If I'm honest, that fuel has driven me so far. And being able to bottle those things up has driven me to who you know today. The reason you know the name Draymond Green, I wouldn't say in large part because there's a lot that go into it. But a part of that is that fuel of grabbing all of those things and saying, now watch what I do to you with the fuel that you've given me. And this time was different for me. I watched him and I listened. Okay. He listened. And... In what I find to be one of the greatest upsets of all time, um, Dan Dibley believed him. Yeah, I believed him. I'm not saying I mean, that you're wrong. 
I'm just surprised that you do. I'm also surprised that I do. And I can only be as authentic as possible on the show. And it's what you and I agreed we would be when we started this two and a half years ago. And I was surprised myself. And I kept waiting as I listened to it. And I've listened to about half the pod so far. I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop. And even in that quote that you just played right there, that to me is the biggest takeaway for me as far as why I believe him because he's honest with what he normally would do, which is F you. I'm using this as fuel and I'm going to go back out there and I'm going to double down. I'm going to get a tech and then I'm going to get two techs and I'm going to commit a flagrant and if you don't call it, I'm going to commit a double flagrant. I'm going to commit a flagrant one, a two, not five, not six, not seven. I'm Draymond Green. This is how I play. And what I've heard him say in this podcast is an acknowledgement of all of those things, but it's also an awareness of him needing to change and him being ready to make that change. And I know the proof is in the pudding, and we won't know about the pudding until he comes back, probably not till Friday, I would guess. I think that he accompanies the team on the road trip, and maybe he makes his, yeah. his re-emergence yeah, right. on Friday, right, against Chicago. And once we see him back on the court, that's when we can all start to fully believe or still not believe that he's going to make a change. Monster Monday brought to you by First 5 California. To learn four things you can do to overcome toxic stress, go to first5california.com. Festus Azili is going to join us in 15 minutes. Festus was a Draymond teammate, as all of you know. So we'll get his perspective. I very much look forward to that. That's coming up in just about 15 minutes. Also, you're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ FM and HD1 San Francisco. Always live on the free Odyssey app, Twitch and YouTube, powered by First NorCal Credit Union. The smart choice for low auto loan rates and super simple online application process. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 